Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, here we go. Uh, the final seconds. Of this game and uh, big free throws for Philadelphia. They make the first to make a 126 to 123 with 17.8 left. This has not been a good second half for Sacramento. You know, they had a 10-point lead at the break. Philadelphia controlled the third quarter. And now they can make it a two-possession game with 17.8 left. Free throw is in the air and it is good. So it's a four-point game. Four-point game. Kings need... A basket. They don't necessarily need a three. But they get a three, and it's a one-point game with 8.4 left. Kings can't foul. And now they do with 4.3 left, and it's 127 to 126. Now, the Kings do have a timeout left. So that is big time. They'll be able to advance the ball after the free throws. And depending on what happens at the line, either tie it or win it. And then we go into the strategy. So, here we go. Philly's out of timeouts. 127 to 126. First free throw. Rolls in, hits all kinds of iron and rolls through. 128 to 126. 4.3 seconds left. Again, the Kings have a timeout. Second free throw, good. 129 to 126. Sacramento's going to have to inbound the ball with 4.3. And all they need to do, if you're Philadelphia, is foul. So, we're down to the nitty-gritty. I don't know if the feed that I've got is different than the feed you have, but Sacramento... Giving up 129 to Philadelphia without James Harden and Joel Embiid's terrible. I mean, it really is. It's terrible. But if you're Sacramento, you got plenty of time here. How good has Fox been in the fourth quarter? Huh? How good has Fox been? This guy's unbelievable. I don't think they're going to do that, Cody. I think they're going to try to go with the three. If you're Philadelphia and you have someone driving down the lane, you're going to let him go. Well, the game's not over yet, Tony. Game's not over yet. They didn't blow it yet. But here we go. Again, no timeout, so you have to inbound the ball. 4.3 seconds left. Fox has got 14 in the fourth, 31 for the game. 
Nine assists, 11 of 19 floor. And again, the Kings can only send this game to overtime unless they're fouled in the act of shooting. Let's see how Philadelphia and Doc Rivers plays this out. Harrison Barnes will inbound the ball across from the scorer's table. Looking, looking, looking. Herter, back to Barnes, and he's fouled. The question is, is he in the act of shooting? They're going to probably look at this. It was close. Thibault fouled Harrison Barnes. 2.9 seconds left. Remember, Philadelphia is out of timeouts. Now, it's on the floor. He was not in the act of shooting. So two free throws left. Two free throws for Barnes. He's going to have to make the first and intentionally miss the second. No team with the timeout in their pocket. First free throw, no good. Boy. Again, there's only 2.9 seconds left. Going right down to the wire. So they did call it in the uh, active shooting. I didn't think they did. So Barnes makes it 129 to 127. Alex Lenz coming in for a possible rebound. You got to miss the free throw and get lucky. We've seen it before. Luka Doncic just did it two weeks ago. Again, 2.9 seconds left. Nothing easy for the Sacramento Kings. Do we have a miracle tonight? Do we have a miracle? By the way, I did not think that was in the act of shooting myself. I thought it was on the floor. And that's it. Free throw, no good intentionally. Sabonis thought he was fouled underneath on the tip. And it's all over, 129 and 127. Good job by Harrison Barnes. Sabonis is looking around at the officials like, I didn't get fouled. No, he didn't. He got crashed into by Alex Len. Good no call. That was the correct call. He got pushed into by Alex Len. Well, yeah, I don't know what else to say. That's a bad loss. You have no no Embiid. You got no James Harden and you lose. You give up 38 points in the third quarter. You give up 38 points in the third quarter. Again, I did not think that should have been a three-point free throws. I did not think so. No, it's not easy for a pro. You're wrong. All right? I did not think he was in the act of shooting. I thought it was on the floor. Look at the box score tonight. You know, Maxi had 32, played 41 minutes. It's a bad loss. You know, we just watched the end of the game, and we bring in Ryan in Sacktown. Ryan, you know, listen, a couple of things here in the fourth quarter I want to get to. Philadelphia got themselves in the penalty very early. And the Kings could not get to the line. The only one that could get to the line was De'Aaron Fox. Nobody else could get to the free throw line. And I thought the Kings missed a really good opportunity to score with the clock off. 
from the foul line when Philadelphia got into the penalty so early. That did not happen, number one. Number two, Ryan, the Kings lost this game tonight on the boards. They got destroyed on the boards. All the big rebounds went to Philadelphia. Yeah, Grant, uh, you know what? You hit the nail on the head on both points. The Kings were in the penalty, I believe, with eight minutes to go in the fourth yep. quarter. You know, that that should be Domas time. Everything runs through Domas. Agreed. The, uh, the Sixers had 16, count them, 16 offensive rebounds. Yep. They had over 24 points, second chance points. You're, you're yep. not going to win ball games that way. Um, not much to say here. And, you know, we're going to get the ref talk, Grant. We're going to get the ref talk. Bottom line, the Kings should not have been in that position to begin with. Listen, the refs didn't lose this game, all right? Uh, first of all, I didn't think Harrison Barnes was fouled in the active shooting. My own opinion, I thought it was on the floor. They gave him three free throws. At the end, the uh, Alex Len is the one that crashed into Sabonis. It wasn't a sixer. So to me, that was a no call. Uh, and, and here's the other deal. You want to talk about the refs. You were in the bonus for almost 10 minutes of the fourth quarter. So I, I don't want yep. to hear about the refs, all right? You lost the game tonight. Ryan, without James Harden and without Joel Embiid. You had a 21-point lead in the second quarter, Ryan, with about three minutes to go in the half. You and I were on at halftime. We didn't like the way the Kings closed out the first half. So you can look back at the last two minutes of the first half and say, gee, you know what? Kings didn't play well. Maybe they lost the game there. But that third quarter tonight, whereas, Ryan, last night in the third quarter, the Kings came out and changed the game. Right. They were down 66 to 59 last night. They changed the game around in the third quarter. What happens 24 hours later? Philadelphia is down by 10 points tonight at the half. They completely changed the game around. They take a six point lead into the fourth quarter without Embiid, without Harden. You can't have it. Inexcusable. Yeah, it absolutely is grand. I mean, well, I guess they kind of did have uh, default Harden and Embiid and Maxi and uh, Harrell. Um, but yeah, it was a complete carbon copy of last night, uh, in the third quarter, except this time it went the other way against the Kings. Um, just really hard to put your finger on. Uh, I, I just don't understand because they can turn it on when they want to turn it on and they can just kind of coast when they want to coast. And this is just a great reminder that they are not a team that is good enough to coast along and then turn it on in that last four or five minutes. No. And, and, and it seems to me, you know, again, here, here's the situation tonight. It's the Aaron Fox, the Aaron Fox, the Aaron Fox, the Aaron Fox. And I'm all for that. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the yeah. guy, could you imagine if the Aaron Fox gets hurt in close games? This team is going to have trouble winning. I mean, De'Aaron Fox is unbelievable in the fourth quarter. Is he not? He's incredible. Yeah, absolutely, Grant. He is third in the NBA in fourth quarter scoring, only behind LeBron James and Jason Tatum. That, yeah. that should tell you how good he is in the fourth. And if they don't have him in the fourth, where are they going to go? So, um, you know, the, I guess the way you got to look at this, yes, it's a terrible loss, but they still had a chance to win at the end. With all that said, they still had a chance. So they've yeah. got to have a short memory and uh, regroup and get ready for Memphis on Monday. Absolutely. You know, you look at the free throw shooting tonight for Sacramento, 22 of 29, not bad, 76%. But the rebounds, you know, and I know a lot of people are on Harrison Barnes. All right, he missed a free throw, all right? You, you can't kill the guy for missing a free throw. No one feels worse than he does. And by the way, that would have only tied the game. It wouldn't have won the game. And who knows, maybe the Kings lose in overtime. So we got to, you know, get off Harrison Barnes' case. The guy's been playing his ass off. Uh, yeah. I understand you want everybody to make every free throw they have, but that doesn't happen all the time. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, 
You know, I really thought when Rashawn Holmes came in the game, he brought that instant energy in the second half. He changed the game around both sides of the floor. I just love his intensity, man. I just love watching him play. Yeah, Granny, absolutely did. He picked him up. It was the exact boost that the Kings needed off the bench. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't enough. But uh, Rashawn, whenever his number is called, he is ready to play and ready to bring it for this team. So that was one bright spot. Yeah. Yeah, so Doc Rivers didn't have any timeouts left, so he couldn't challenge that play. I didn't think Harrison Barnes was fouled in the act of shooting, but it doesn't matter. It's a moot point. Uh, it wouldn't have been a moot point, though, if he had made all three. That's what everybody uh, would have been talking about. So the Kings lose, and they got Memphis coming up on Monday, and then they close it out with Toronto. And 129-127 to 127 the final. This game was right there for the taking. I give Philadelphia credit, Ryan, without their two Absolutely. guys, particularly MB, who killed the Kings. You got to give them credit. They they uh, they played their asses off tonight. The Sixers did. Yeah, absolutely. They they've got some good guys on that team. I mean, they have some veteran yeah. players for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I think the Kings relied too much on waiting for that whistle in the fourth quarter. The uh, refs agree. were letting it play, uh, yeah. letting them play pretty physical. Um, you know, if you do want to nitpick a little bit, that play on Herter where he got called for the uh, foul shooting three, yes. I, I, I think Mike Brown should have challenged that. that no, I, was I, little... I think they would have kept that a foul myself. I, I, I know okay. we're going to get into this. I disagree with you. I think he fouled him. I think that if they had reviewed that, I personally believe he would have. they would have stayed with the call. We won't find out because that didn't happen in the last – was that – was that on this, this side of five minutes, minutes or under five minutes? I think it was. Think. I think it was on. I think it was about six minutes left. Well, it wasn't in the last two minutes. So we want to sometimes yeah. the league will even admit in the last five minutes. But I, I, I have a different opinion than you do, but that's fine. That's OK. Uh, what we do know is if you're Sacramento, Ryan, and you find out an hour before the game that Joel Embiid is not playing, you have to capitalize on that. And I'm talking about the rebounding. How do you explain the rebounding without those guys on the floor? And I'm going to I'm going to pick on him again because I need more from these two guys. 3 rebounds for Keegan Murray, 4 mm -hmm. rebounds for Harrison Barnes. To put that in the perspective, De'Aaron Fox at the point guard had 4 rebounds and your shooting guard Kevin Herter had 3 rebounds. So they're rebounding at the same level as your front line. And I'm not including Sabonis because he's a double-digit rebound guy every single night. But, Ryan, you can't have that. You must have your players on the front line rebound better than that. That's your game right there. Hey, Amir. Yeah, absolutely. Hang on a minute. I want to get to Amir. Thank you very much. We really appreciate that on the Super Thanks, Chat. Man. We should point out – and sorry, Ryan, I didn't mean to step on you. Uh, we should point out that Sam is the leader in the clubhouse – with uh, one game left tomorrow, or excuse me, Monday against Memphis. And right now, Sam has donated $100, and he will join us for the postgame show after the Raptors game. Uh, but if you surpass him on the Super Chat, then you can join us as well. So uh, thank you very much, Amir. You're awesome. We greatly appreciate that. Go ahead, Ryan. I didn't mean to step on you. I'm sorry. I wanted to make sure we got that in from Amir. No, absolutely, Grant. Um, yeah, and I think the thing that's more troubling about that is we know they're capable, right? Look what they did in L.A. when they didn't have Sabonis. Those guys yep. were rebounding. Keegan uh, had a great game last game, had double-digit rebounds. So um, I, I don't want to say it's an effort thing. Obviously, it's a positioning thing, and they need to be more. And that, That's where the offensive focus and the defense focus needs to match up, Grant. 
because I think we're leaking out too much and we're not focusing on securing that ball. We're thinking about the next possession instead of getting the ball for the next possession. Yeah, the Kings could use some more size. I don't think there's any question uh, about that. So 129 to 127, the Kings with a ba- – here's the deal, Ryan. I'm going to look at – I'm going to look at the 15-minute stretch, Ryan, from the three-minute mark of the second quarter. Three minutes left to go in the half, mm-hmm. and the next 12 minutes in the third quarter. That's where the Kings lost this game tonight. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, just like you said, we talked about it at halftime. I forget who chatted in and said, I really didn't like how they finished and they were spot on and that bled over. And it's a good reminder that this team still does that. They they play down to competition and, yep. you know, they get comfortable and they can't do that. So um, we'll see where they go from here, Grant. But this is a tough one to swallow, especially yep. with the streak they had been on. Yeah. And Memphis coming in on Monday. Memphis plays yep. tomorrow in Phoenix. Uh uh, Sixers took nine more shots than the Kings. That says it all right there. Yeah. And it's what, what does it turn out? It turns into a, a two point game, right? So yeah, yeah, they all add up all these statistics add up, but Ryan, we keep on talking about the number one statistic tonight and that's rebounding. That's, rebounding. that's rebounding to me, you know? So, all right. We, uh, keep on going. We, uh, take your messages. We also, uh, want to say thank you to our newest sponsor, Bennett's, with two locations, Roseville and Sacramento. The Roseville location on Eureka and Lead Hill, Sacramento, uh, Fair Oaks, and Howe. And you can get all the information by going to Bennett'sRestaurants.com. They're awesome. They got a third location that's going to become the Rockland in the spring. But the food at Bennett's, I'm just telling you, is outstanding. And if you like a good steak, whether it's Porterhouse, New York, Hanger Steak, I mean, they have it all. Premium cuts of beef. They're outstanding. Ryan and I had our event there in September. Again, two locations. Check them out. You will absolutely love their food. I think their menu is great. And Ryan, I just want to, again, welcome Bennett's. By the way, big-time King supporters, Brian and his family, they love the Kings. They're at a lot of the games. They're a big-time supporter. So when you go into Bennett's, hey, tell them you heard it right here on Grant and Ryan on the YouTube show and uh, show them your support. And again, they're big-time Kings fans. So thank you to the Bennetts. Thank you very much. Glad to have you on board right here on If You Don't Like That. Absolutely. So excited for them. Grant, maybe they can put a uh, Grant and Ryan special on the menu, a uh, a nice porterhouse and then a yeah. uh, one-cut shaved head. What do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man, I love that. All right, so we've got more messages to get to. Yeah. Uh, my wife said, what happened before the half? How can they lose a 20-point lead? She's a Bulls fan. Well, remind your wife that in Tyreek Evans' rookie year, the Kings were playing in Chicago, and Chicago had a 35-point lead in the third quarter, and the Kings came back and won that game. So there you have it. How about this? Amir for player of the game. I'm okay with Amir being uh, player you know of the what? game. <laughs> 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 you got a vote here, Amir. <laughs> He's got my vote. <laughs> He's got two votes. Amir, Absolutely. Too. Oh, my gosh. Um, oh my goodness. What else sticks out to you about this game tonight? I mean, certainly big lead. Everything looked easy for the first 19, 20, 21 minutes. And then things just started getting very difficult in Philadelphia. Give Philadelphia credit. I thought they played really well. Yeah. But what else sticks out to you? We talked about the rebounding. We also talked about the Kings were in the penalty early in the fourth quarter and couldn't capitalize. For me, those are the two things, Ryan. Yeah, um, if 
if I have to focus on one thing that jumps out that you're not looking at on the box sheet is it, it's the offense is a little stagnant. It was very mm-hmm. stagnant tonight where they're not getting to their spots and they're they're kind of running the same motion almost every time down the court instead of mixing it up and getting Sabonis right there in the high post, getting Harrison right there in the high post and running off of that. So, um, you know, you look at the assists that the Kings had tonight. Not bad, but, you know, they weren't passing the ball around crisp a lot like they usually do. Uh, yep. And that that's a big thing for them because that opens up Grant. Think about it in this last run of, you know, the winning streak. They they were cutting back door all the time. You know, they were doing all these little things, and that's not happening. Also, bench production. I mean, it's those little things to me. They add up to the big things, really. And, and with Steven Adams coming in on Monday, he's another pain in the neck for the Kings. King killer. Right? Yep. Absolutely. So, you know, you got you to keep that in mind. You know, as far as Sabonis, he had another triple-double tonight, 16, 10, and 10, 7 of 10 from the floor. Uh, the guy's a machine, is he not? He's just a machine. Oh, he's he's a walking triple-double. Uh, he is Yo- he's Diet Jokic, as some people like to call him, um, and tough as hell, too, tough as nails. So um, we just, we've got to find a way to be more aggressive. Grant, you hit the nail on the head. I I think the biggest thing in this game was the fact that they were in the penalty and they did not capitalize on that in the fourth quarter. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Amir says, no player of the game for me. Thank you all, but just showing love and respect for Grant and Ryan. Amir, we appreciate the heck out of you, buddy. We really do. You're awesome. We really appreciate you. Uh, I'm not worried about... You know, right now, Adams not being able to shoot free throws. Memphis has uh, got the second best record in the West. So whatever they're doing, they're doing it very well. They're a good team. They play in Phoenix tomorrow night. So you're getting Memphis on the second night of a back-to-back. Yeah, and uh, I would, well, we don't know these days with (laughs) players not playing on back-to-backs, but I would expect that most of their guys are going to be going tomorrow night or on Monday night, excuse me. Yep, I would agree with that. Yeah, the the big thing with the Kings, and we talk about the Kings killers, Stephen Adams, Montrez Harrell, they're bigger bigs and they're more athletic, right? They're mm-hmm. they're flying around a little bit more, and those are the guys the Kings have trouble with specifically length too. Uh, you can't use the challenge because you didn't have a timeout left, so and there was no call. You didn't have a timeout left. You both teams were out of timeouts at the last sequence of the game. So one twenty nine to one twenty seven is the final i i did not have a problem with no call at the end of the game alex len crashed into sabonis that's how i saw it when i looked at it it wasn't a thought to me i I didn't give a second thought to it yeah so i'm with you i thought harrison barnes his technique on the miss was perfect i mean it it hung up there it it gave his team a chance that's just two guys battling for the ball i I was okay with that so yep absolutely that's all you can ask for is a chance Yep. So again, the Kings lose and they had a great opportunity to go to nine games over 500, but now they fall uh, to 26 and 19 with Memphis in on Monday, then Toronto. And then you go on the road and your first two games on the road. So back to back, I mean, you know, two games in a row in Minneapolis against the Timberwolves team that's really starting to play very well right now. Yeah, they are. They're, they're finally heating up a little bit. That's going to be a tough test for the Kings. Um, you know, Big team again, right? And yeah. that's what gives the Kings fits. So we'll see how they uh, fare on that back-to-back. Somebody said, I saw Monty in the stands with his head in his hands at times. Well, Lydia, uh, there's a lot of pressure on him. And there's a lot of pressure on, you know, a lot of people in this organization uh, to, you know, make sure that the second half is as good as the first half. And, 
you know, he's put this team together and he's going to live and die through every single shot and every single play and every single quarter. And that's part of being, you know, a general manager sitting next to obviously the general manager, Daryl Morey of the uh, Philadelphia 76ers tonight uh, in the stands. So what are you going to say? You know, the Kings had an opportunity at the end of the game, uh, but they get in these bad habits. You, you There was a, the word was complacent on a chat line. You used a different word. I can't remember. What was the word you used? Um, lackadaisical, complacent, call it whatever you want. Yeah. But there are, this team still, Ryan, here we are past the halfway point, and they still have these inexplicable lulls. And I don't expect them to play great for 48 minutes. That's not the point I'm trying to make. But you're up 21 points in the third quarter without their two best players. And I thought they did get complacent in the final mm-hmm. three minutes of the half. And to me, you could look back and say that's where they lost this game. I know they got outscored badly in the third quarter, and I think the score in the third quarter was uh, thirty-eight to twenty-two. And so I'm not I'm not ignoring that. But that thirty-eight to twenty-two run started with three minutes left to go in the first half. And if you play better and not complacent in the final three minutes of that half, the game might be over at that point. And the game wasn't over. Philly was able to come from twenty-one down and make it a ten-point game at the half. Right, Grant, and it's out of character actually because the Kings have had great third quarters, as you know, lately. Um, it, it, my trouble is basketball game of runs, right? You're gonna have your ups and your downs, yep. but the problem is the Kings get up on teams and they do what you just said, they get complacent. I, it, 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 that's when the complacency comes. It's not that killer instinct, okay, we're up 19, we're gonna push this to 25, and that's where it starts to kind of crumble apart so that's and that's the more troubling time for me to see it and we've seen it numerous times this year well amir i'm glad your son's watching as well i want to make sure i'm miss i'm pronouncing his name right is it uh shahab if it isn't i apologize but uh thank you to amir and your son we uh appreciate that and all of your support the kings did lose this game on their own they can't blame the refs they can't blame anyone else you know uh they they lost the game. I mean, they they collectively as a team, and again, I talk rebounding. I guarantee you that's the first thing Mike Brown talked about to his team in the locker room. Guarantee it. It would have to be. I, I don't see anything else that you would have been talking about because it, it wasn't just like one offensive rebound a lot of times, and I'm going to focus on the offensive side. There was possessions where there was two, three, four offensive rebounds by the Sixers, and that's just unacceptable. Ryan, it's called uh, – Awful. Embiid. Awful. Thank you. Load management. Terrible. Can you imagine if Embiid had played tonight what the rebounding total would have been? Uh, Double. (laughs) Not to be dramatic, but it would have been much worse. Absolutely. All right. So another bad home loss. Can we characterize this as a bad loss, Ryan? Yeah, absolutely. I think it goes in that same handful with Charlotte and the rest of them. I mean, so I disagree with a lot. Well, they did in the third quarter, but go back and look. And you're right. I don't disagree with you. But what killed the Kings big time was the last three minutes of the second quarter as well, because that's when Philadelphia started feeling like, hey, we can beat these guys without our yep. without our, our key guys on the floor. And that's what I think happened. You know? Yeah. So that's yep. how I look at it. Yeah. And they also want to say. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, for whatever reason, they just looked a step slow for a lot of the game tonight, even though they were up big in the first half um they just they didn't have that same step that they usually do 
And they played last night, and the guys played a lot of minutes last night. So that's part of it. And, you know, Memphis is going to be facing the same thing on Monday uh, because they play tomorrow night in Phoenix. Hey, also brought to you by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. Locally owned for over 20 years, New Works has a fix for you. Just go to sacserviceplumbing.com or call the number on your screen. Remember, New Works has a fix for you. So next up, the Memphis Grizzlies on Monday, and they are a brutal matchup for Sacramento. Mm. Brutal matchup. Brutal matchup. And Amir's right. It was a horrible loss. There's no other way to say it. That is a bad loss. Absolutely bad loss. No question about it. Yep. It's almost one of those ones where the coach doesn't even need to say a word to the team. And it is silent in the locker room afterwards. They know. Uh, Again, the final, if you're just joining us here, do us a favor, hit the like button. If you have not yet subscribed, subscribe. The final of 129 to 127. That third quarter is hard to swallow. 38 to 22. 38 to 22 was the score mm-hmm. in the third quarter in favor of Philadelphia. I don't agree with you as the worst loss of the year. I personally no. feel that the Charlotte game at home, my opinion, was the worst loss of the year. They had lost 10 of 11. They had the worst record in the Eastern Conference, and they came in and beat you when you were healthy. Me, personally, that's the worst loss of the year for me. I know they all add up the same, but if I'm looking at all of the home losses, I'm probably going to point to that one. And to me, the second worst home loss, and I know a lot of people are going to disagree with this, was the 136 to 134 loss two weeks ago to the Lakers when they were playing their third game in four nights, had played the night before while you were off, and they came into your gym and they put 136 on the board. That's another one that I point to. Yeah, I would point to Charlotte because that that was kind of the start of the bad home losses, especially kickoff home stands. So I, yep. I think that that was definitely the worst loss of the season. All right, so day off tomorrow, and then Memphis comes in again on a second of a back to back. That is not too the travel's a non issue there. You gain an hour, you'll land in Sacramento between midnight and 1230. So that, that the time is not a big deal. It's just yeah. how will the game go tomorrow? How many minutes will the Memphis Grizzlies play tomorrow? So you, if you're a Kings fan, you want a close game tomorrow. I would agree if the Wizards game is in that category too. I totally agree. Yeah. But but tomorrow, if you're a Kings, if you and I know most of the people on this stream are, you want tomorrow's game to be a tight, tight game where the Memphis players have to really extend themselves. That's what you're rooting for tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. Much like uh, when the Kings were in Utah uh, and they had that was the first game. The starters really played heavy minutes and uh, we came home and they had tired legs that next night. So heavy minutes for Memphis tomorrow. Please, please, please. All right. So, Peter, (laughs) thank you very much for again watching in Mineola. Uh, Ryan, where am I from on Long Island? Oh, you're going to make me say it. Don't make me do it, Grant. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Statue. <laughs> Listen carefully. Syosset. Syosset. There you go. All right. All right. Oh my I always God. freeze on that, Grant. I always will. Oh, man. Syosset. Syosset. Hey, you know Syosset. what? How great is it that even though you saw a loss, all right, that he came from Mexico to go to the game tonight? I'm, I'm, I'm real. I really do feel bad for you. That they lost, but I, I'm. I hope you had a very good time at the game. I really do. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it, it is an experience, win or lose. It's always fun to be there to support your team, but uh, just means you have to come back and see the beam lit. 
Domas does remind me a lot of Lottie. He's got the same attitude, same perspective, and I think there's a lot of truth to that. Wow. How far from Sleepy Hollow? Not that far, Syosset. Not that far. And I think that Ryan knows how to pronounce Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, uh, why can't you be from Sleepy Hollow, Grant? That's, that's I, you so know what I wish easier. I were. I wish I was from Sleepy <laughs> oh, really? Hollow. Trust me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I wish I was from Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you'd have to ask my uh, my parents who are now deceased that. So, um, yeah. All right. Uh, one twenty nine to one twenty seven. The Kings lose. Any final thoughts, Ryan? Got to put it behind you quick. Um, yeah. First and foremost, uh, look to kind of the injury report, see we get an update on Metu. Uh, didn't yep. look good, looked like a hyperextension or something along those lines, but we're not doctors. Um, and be ready on Monday night because Memphis is riding a hot streak. They've won 11 of 12, and yep. they are playing very good basketball. They are playing very well. Again, you do get them on a second night of a back-to-back, all right? And... They play tomorrow in Phoenix. Hey, thanks, everyone, for joining us right here. Ryan, enjoy the rest of your weekend, my friend. All right. You too, Grant. All right. And uh, for everyone else, uh, really appreciate you joining us right here. Be sure and check out all of my work if you go to my website, if you don't like that.com. You can also follow me on Twitter if you're not already doing so, at Grant Napier Show. And remember that you can very easily subscribe. To this channel, if you haven't already done so, it would mean a lot to us. Uh, thank you very much. And hit the like button uh, as well. We don't know, Lydia, how long Metu will be out. We'll find out a little bit more uh, tomorrow. All right? We'll find out a little bit more tomorrow. Thanks very much, everyone. Appreciate your support. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll talk to you right here again on Monday, 3 o'clock with Sean Salisbury. And then uh, halftime and after the game of the Kings and the Gris. Thanks very much. So long, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.